Hey, I'm Rod. This is the Irrelevant Information Podcast, a podcast about unimportant subjects. And today we're going to talk about Shake Shack. So I live in Dallas, Texas, and Dallas, the entire DFW metro area really is a haven for burgers. There's all kinds of hamburgers. There's all the national chains, local chains, regional chains. We have it all. I mean, Dallas has In-N-Out, Five Guys, Whataburger, Dairy Queen. So it has pretty much any burger you could possibly want. But in September 1st of 2016 uh, is when Shake Shack opened up here in Dallas. I had my first one shortly thereafter. I didn't go on opening day. I went probably three weeks after it opened. There was still a really long line. And when I tasted that burger, my life changed. I know that sounds dramatic, but it really did. Uh, it was just a delicious, perfect burger. And ever since then, every time I go, it's still just as good, uh, which is a really incredible feat, especially for a place that, uh, you know, has as much of a turnover. It's not like people are making their careers there. It's still a fast food place. And it's still very, very good. Arguably one of the best burgers I've ever had. So just since that moment, I've kind of really been into Shake Shack. I've been into the history, been interested into looking up what makes it what it is. And it's actually a pretty cool company. It's got a cool story when you really look at it. Shake Shack was first started in the year 2000 by Chef Danny Meyer of the Union Square Hospitality Group. Um, How it started was actually as a hot dog cart. It was in Madison Park. New York was trying to revitalize that park. There was an art installation in there. I think it's called I Heart New York City Taxis or something like that. It was featuring taxis. And this hot dog cart was set up to support the art installation. That hot dog cart became Shake Shack. In 2004, uh, the city had some bids to set up permanent uh, restaurant facilities or restaurant kiosks there in that same park. And Shake Shack submitted a proposal. They won, they had a kiosk after that, permanent stand, and that's when they started selling burgers, crinkle fries, and shakes in addition to the hot dogs. The cool thing about that little stand is that it had like this intentionality of the design behind it. It was developed by an architecture firm, and it was modeled to be like an old roadside burger stand, but also modeled to be harmonious with the park and its surroundings. And I'm it's an iconic stand. It's I'm sure if you just Google Shake Shack Madison Park, you can see it. Uh, since then, Shake Shack started expanding to the rest of the United States and into the world. Um, and they got valued as a $100 million company when it went public. So yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's a relatively young company, especially when compared to others in the space, especially the giants like McDonald's or you know Burger King. Shake Shack's locations have something very unique about them. For example, we have three here in Dallas and each one is different. They all kind of have the same design language, but each one is different. And this is the same across the entire world. They're all of their place. Uh, That's one of the big differentiators between Shake Shack and other fast places, fast food places. And actually the big differentiator between Shake Shack and, you know, McDonald's or Whataburger is that Shake Shack, I would say is more of a fine casual dining uh, or fast fine dining uh, whatever you want to call it it's not quite fast food it's not quite uh, you know expensive fine dining but it's somewhere in between and the big thing about it is the quality of ingredients that Shake Shack uses 
Uh, you know, when you have a Shake Shack burger or when you have Shake Shack ice cream, uh, the meat is really good meat. The produce is really good produce. The bread is really good bread. And that's one of the big differentiators for it. That's actually why it's kind of pricey. Uh, so, you know, like a double shack burger, which is usually what I have, will set you back nine bucks for a relatively small burger, uh, but it's well worth it. What is a shack burger or a Shake Shack burger? You can actually go to the official Shake Shack YouTube channel and they'll tell you how to make the burger. So the shack sauce is cayenne pepper, vinegar, ketchup, mayo, and Dijon mustard, at least according to the YouTube video. There was an old... Um, story when uh they asked the culinary director of shake shack what's in the sauce he said something like oh there's too many things in it you couldn't reproduce it at home even even if you wanted to but then a couple of years later you can go on the youtube and see what's on it so i'm not entirely convinced that that's what's actually in the shake shot in the shake sauce but that's what they have on their youtube so in addition to that yeah, they use plum tomato they have lettuce looks like uh the romaine lettuce they have martin's potato rolls which is the very important squishy bun, kind of sweet, very good texture, a little bit of a yellowy color to it, and very important that it's on a hinge, so it's not cut all the way through. Then they have a smashed patty or a smashed burger, um, which is when you take your burger and you smash it with the spatula. It creates these caramelized edges that are very good. And of course, American cheese or American cheese product, which is the best burger cheese. That's a Shake Shack burger. That's a Shack burger. It's simple. It's well made. It's well executed. It's always perfectly cooked. And it's always very, very good. If you've never had a, sh a Shack burger, you should really have one. Because, yeah, it's the burger, I'd say right now. I would say that Shake Shack has usurped in and out in terms of Instagrammability, uh, which is you know, the perfectness of how their burgers look. I used to say that In-N-Out burgers looked like the Krabby Patties from SpongeBob, but actually now I think the Shake Shack is the actual Krabby Patty or the ideal of what a burger should be. And that's because, you know, that's what it was designed to be. It was designed to be evocative of the ideal burger. And I think it is. The only thing that isn't evocative of the ideal burger is the price. You know, In-N-Out is still cheaper, but Shake Shack is better. Shake Shack is what In-N-Out aspires to be. And I think it was, I saw it on Twitter, I'm slipping who it was, but on Twitter, uh, this person said, the best thing that Shake Shack has ever done is that it's allowed people to stop pretending like they actually care about In-N-Out. But above all things, Shake Shack burgers are delicious. That's ultimately all that matters. That's ultimately the biggest thing that's necessary for a place to be successful. I mean, it doesn't matter how cool the locations are. It doesn't matter how cool the branding is. It doesn't matter how cool the logo is or how cool the crowd that it attracts is. If the food is bad, nobody cares about it. And Shake Shack has achieved that. But in order for it to be a transcendent success, I think what's really important is what Shake Shack sells. It blew up when they started selling burgers. Hamburger is probably the most American food there is. I would say that hamburgers are America's great culinary creation. There's nothing more American than a hamburger. And it's the food of the people. It's the food of the masses. Uh, to me, a hamburger is the equivalent of tacos in Mexican culture. Uh, that's just because anyone can eat them. Rich, poor, you know, black, white, Latino, Asian. 
A hamburger is delicious to anyone that eats it. And it's also incredibly American. The 4th of July is not the 4th of July without hamburgers. A cookout is not a cookout without hamburgers. When you're tailgating at a football game, you're usually making hamburgers. Summer, Labor Day, fireworks, hamburgers, that's all it is. It's just inherently enmeshed in what it means to be American. And, you know, when these fast food places become something, it's something that becomes like a regional identity to people. They become ideals of what it means to be from a place. If you tell a person from California that In-N-Out sucks, they'll go crazy. They'll go defended. If you tell a person from Texas that Whataburger is really bad, they'll get offended. And that's because burgers matter. As simple as that is to say, burgers matter. And they're American. Now, another very American thing is capitalism. So when you combine hamburgers, the most American food, with capitalism, the most American thing, period, that's when you get fast food joints. That's when you get McDonald's. That's when you get Whataburger. That's when you get Wendy's. That's when you get In-N-Out. That's when you get Shake Shack. Look, it's simple. None of these places exist for the love of making burgers. If that were the case, they would never have an IPO. They would never have shareholders. They would never expand. They would never go beyond making burgers in one place. That's not why these places exist. These places are the American dream. When you take something simple and you blow it up and you make people need it and you make money out of it and you take over the world with whatever it is you're making. There's nothing more American than that. That's the beauty of food and the dangers of capitalism. You know, as ridiculous as it sounds, Shake Shack wants to be McDonald's. Because when the world thinks of burgers, they think of McDonald's. And being the burger is the thing that matters. You know, the big thing about Shake Shack is they'll boast about them having a $100 million IPO. How does that affect the flavor of a hamburger? It doesn't. Uh, the romanticized ideal doesn't really exist. Nowadays, you have all these chefs making offshoots of their burgers here in Dallas. There's this steakhouse by Chef John Tazar called Knife. And he sells this burger, very simple, very delicious, very good, called the Ozerski. It's so successful that he made a standalone restaurant for it, and it's in the food court up in Plano, and it's selling like hotcakes. That's what Shake Shack is. That's what any burger place is. That's why they resonate so strongly with every American, especially now. Um, I think the burger joint is the ultimate side hustle. The burger joint is the ultimate content. It's something that's simple. It's something that's marketable. It's something that's in tune with everyone and it's something that can blow up ultimately shake shack's goal is to be known to be loved and to make money uh, that's the goal of any hamburger place and i think that's what i find the most interesting about shake shack that shake shack has been able to be as capitalistic as mcdonald's but because they've been more upfront and maybe invested more in their ingredients and sustainability or whatever, they've been able to have a lot of goodwill that McDonald's doesn't have. They've been able to grow in ways, in the in not, not necessarily in terms of money, but in the minds of people in a way that McDonald's hasn't captured in years. Like I said, Shake Shack wants to be McDonald's, but the people that go to Shake Shack don't necessarily see that or they don't necessarily consider that. They don't walk into these places with reclaimed bowling lanes as tables and think, oh wow, 
25 years from now, there's going to be one of these in every corner, and my kids will hate it. And the people on TV will say that it's bad. But ultimately, that's their goal. That's what they're trying to achieve. And I just think it's super interesting that it's okay to enjoy Shake Shack. It's okay to enjoy In-N-Out. But it's not okay to enjoy Burger King. It's not okay to enjoy McDonald's. It's not okay to be into that when they're essentially doing the same thing. It'll be interesting to see how long Shake Shack can keep that up. It'll be interesting to see how long they can keep their standards up because as they keep expanding and as they're trying to reach a new clientele, they're trying to maybe reach people beyond people who can't pay $9 for a burger, if they'll remain in the same way, if their burgers will be as good. Um, because this is a company that's very clearly focused on expanding. This is a company that's very clearly focused on letting you know what their IPO is. And yet it's a company that's also very interested in letting its customers know that it's using fresh quality ingredients, that it's beyond the fast food place, that it's a fast fine dining place or whatever they want to call it. So it's very interesting to see how Shake Shack will navigate these upcoming years and if its success continues as much as it is because right now their burger is perfect honestly it's perfect but when they reach 300 locations 400 locations i doubt that they can keep the same quality just because it's a lot of work it's a lot of people to control it's a lot of produce to buy it's a lot of beef to buy and we may be in the golden era of shake shack we may look back years from now and say, oh, remember when Shake Shack was good? Because, like I said, they want to be McDonald's. I like McDonald's. A lot of people don't, but the simple fact is that it's a success. And Shake Shack is great. Um, but let's see how long they stay that way. Uh, but for now, if there's one near you, seek it out. Have a double Shack burger. Have a concrete. Have the fries. Enjoy it because it's perfect. It's delicious. It's a triumph of the American culture. As simple as that. But like all American things, it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And eventually it might not be good. So enjoy it. Thanks for listening.